It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, A New Vacuum. Our scripture reference today is 1 Kings chapter 7, verses 1 through 12. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Solomon was building his own house 13 years, and he finished his entire house. He built the house of the forest of the Lebanon 100 cubits long, 50 cubits wide, and 30 cubits high built on four rows of cedar pillars with cedar beams on the pillars. It was roofed with cedar on the 45 rafters, 15 in each row, which were on the pillars. There were window frames in the three rows, facing each other in the three rows. All the doorways and doorposts had four-sided frames, opposite, facing each other in the three rows. He made the hall of pillars, 50 cubits long and 30 cubits wide. There was a porch in front with pillars and a canopy in front of them. He made the hall of the throne where he was to pronounce judgment, the hall of justice, covered with cedar from floor to floor. His own house where he would reside in the other court back of the hall was of the same construction. Solomon also made a house like this hall for Pharaoh's daughter, whom he had taken in marriage. All these were made of costly stones cut according to measure, sawed with saws, back and front, from the foundation to the coping and from outside to the great court. The foundation was of costly stones, huge stones, stones of eight and ten cubits. There were costly stones above, cut to measure, and cedar wood. The great court had three courses of dressed stone to one layer of cedar beams all around. So had the inner court of the house of the Lord, and the vestibule of the house. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Oh, the vacuum story. I was in my office when the phone rang. A parishioner called because they thought the church needed a new vacuum. There was a lot of carpet in that church, so why not? When they came to deliver our new machine, I got the whole story. They bought a new vacuum for their home. That meant, of course, their old one needed a new home. The church wasn't getting a new vacuum. We were getting a new-to-us vacuum. Except we didn't get it. Mind you, this wasn't just their old vacuum. I'm pretty sure it was their first vacuum. There was more electrical tape on the power cord than I've used in all my electrical tape experience. It was dirty, and with all sincerity, I don't know how anyone could have thought to bring that to the church. Imagine their surprise when I turned it down. Yes, they were a little taken back, I just wasn't grateful enough, I suppose. I've told that story before, and one person told me that I should have received their gift. It's what was in their heart. They thought of the church, after all. 
Maybe. But shouldn't we also hold higher standards for one another and for our ministry? I would have never called anyone else to give them that rickety vacuum. My impression was the church was the first place they called. It wasn't out of a sense of gratitude to God or desire to see the church's ministry flourish. The church was the easiest place to drop it off. I think about that vacuum from time to time. It helps me reflect on what I'm offering to God and to the church. I want to ensure I'm giving the best of who I am and what I have to offer for the glory of God. Someone once said it best. Give God what's right, not what's left. And that aligns with a takeaway from 1 Kings 7. We're told that King Solomon took 13 years to build his house. It was a wonder to behold. Now, you'll have to read the last verse of chapter 6 and the first verse of chapter 7 together to appreciate what the author might be trying to tell us. When you do, you'll see that Solomon took 13 years to build his house and seven years building God's. Is that a commentary on Solomon's priorities? It might very well be. He took almost double the time for his own house than he did for God's. Now, God's house was nice, no doubt. But isn't it like us to double our efforts for ourselves and get around to God's stuff? This, of course, is about more than a new vacuum. And it's not about giving stuff to the church. It's about an attitude and approach to ministry. Imagine what could change about our church's ministries if we taught one another to offer God our absolute best, not the rest of what we have. Let's decide what God is leading us to do and become and pursue it with passion, excellence, and sincerity. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find another note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. The easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.